Welcome everybody back to the Fire Talk podcast and YouTube channel. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about what the changes that we want to see made from this MLB lockout. Um, there's there's a lot of different things that have been going on. Uh, one of the big ones that we've talked about in the past is we do want to see the DH implemented in the NL, um, and you know don't want to see Denelson Lamette swing a bat. Don't want to see some of these guys come up to the plate and attempt to bunt. It has been uh, it was pretty rough last season at times. Um, but we don't want to see that anymore. We want to see a DH br- brought over. Um, I know there's a lot of people in the NL that, you know, they want, they want the pitchers to keep hitting. Uh, the pitchers don't want to keep hitting. That's another thing. You know, we've seen a lot of injuries. We've seen guys break their hands when they go up and try to bunt. I just don't really think it brings any excitement to the game. So that's one of the things I want to see change. Um, but there's a number of other things that we're going to address here. So Chase, what's the, what's the big ones that you want to see, see changed? Other than the DH, like you said, I mean, it's no fun watching the pitchers bunt. Though we will miss opportunities like Slam Arena, those are few and far between. Um, I want to see the season, if they do implement the expanded playoffs, I do want to see the season shorted just a little bit, like 20 games, and then you can add those games in the playoffs. Like you can make a three-game wildcard series and then have three different wildcards. Like I think we can all agree the Cardinals-Padres series last year it was a great three-game series. Like, that is what you want in postseason baseball. And I think we can all agree that we all loved it. Um, one, we need to pay the minor leaguers more money. I mean, they play baseball professionally. We shouldn't be feeding them scraps. They shouldn't be living off of, like, a couple noodles for six months out of the year because they can only do baseball for their job. And then after the season, work two to three jobs just to make it by. If you're trying to solely develop talent, you need to pay your minor leaguers more or provide them with housing and food. It's really simple in that aspect. And going along with this topic, we need to do something about the manipulation of service time because, you know, holding down one of your top prospects for like the first month of season and then promoting him and be like, well, you know, he didn't play the full month. Now we have seven years of control. That's just a way of being cheap to your players. And they're already struggling the minor leagues as it is. So they're not going to get their real first contracts until seven years after that. You can do something about that. Um, oh God, what, else, what, what else is there? The DH, I do want to I, I talk a little bit about the minor league stuff. Because we were talking about this before. Okay. And what was the amount of money that these guys were making? It's like $400 a week for like the lower A guys. Oh, I can... I can tell you that right it, now. So it's bad. It went from 290 to 400 at the rookie level, 290 to 500 at Class A, 350 to 600 at Double A, and 450 to 700 at Triple A. And this is per week. So they're making about $2,800 a month at the highest level, and then the lowest was 500 a week, or was it 200? 400. So making sixteen hundred dollars a week, or a month, and they're playing, and they're—it's not like they're able to go and make other like money elsewhere. It's also really interesting that and they play a ton of games. Yeah, they play a lot of games, and like everything they do is on eating good food, on working out enough, on doing this, and that stuff is expensive. So, I mean, you've heard some of the the horrific stories about guys where they get traded, and then they have a lease. And then they have another lease and then they have two leases and they have no way to pay them. Like they have literally no way to pay them. They don't even make enough money. 
Um, I remember reading the story about this guy where that happened and he did have enough money, but he had $50 a month to spend on food. That was all he had. And like, he didn't come from a very wealthy family. So this dude's struggling a ton. Um, It's not like, I don't think anyone's like asking them like, Oh, go pay, like go break off the minor leaguers. It's like, no, no, just give them living, living conditions that are suitable for, for anyone. Um, We were also talking about an idea that it's kind of weird. That doesn't exist. I, I, I didn't really realize like the extent of how bad the minor leaguers are treated, but there could easily be a dormitory built around the facilities that would cost the owners and the team a small amount of money. And then they could live there. Like that would fix so much of it because then the money that they'd be making wouldn't really be an issue. Cause it's like, Oh, well they have living paid for. They have, let's say they have food at the facility. If you just had those two things, that's a huge step. But these guys are struggling to survive. So that has to be something that's fixed. Um, you've talked about the pros. I saw I saw a tweet, and I think I shared it to you, to you and Isaac. Said that will be crazy. You live off of cups and noodles for eight years, and then they just give you a hundred million dollars. It makes no sense. And it's right. like it's true. It's it's crazy. Like it's it's ridiculous how that happens. But I don't know. That's something I definitely want to see change because I think that's a huge part of this. Um, and I think I mean, guys are yes, guys make a lot of money. But the very few percent of those guys make a lot of money, and the other guys struggle, and they get put far back. I don't. I, I get like the take of like, hey, like, you know, you have to earn it, right? Like, okay, I get that. But there's a difference between earning it and like not being able to support yourself, like, or hardly being able to make it by just by yourself. So, especially when like how much money is going in to these organizations from those guys, it, it's pretty crazy to me. But just wanted to to briefly talk about that. They what else you got, Jason? In paying players a salary floor, so you can prevent people or the teams like the Rays, the Pirates, the A's. I'm pretty sure there's another few teams that I'm missing out there, but like the Pirates, man, how long are the Pirates going to be a bad organization? How many times are they going to lose? How many games? It seems like how many games are going to win? Are they going to win less than fifty? More than likely. And, you know, if you put a salary floor, it kind of makes them spend money to put a quality product on the field and maybe make them try to win. Because all right now, all the Pirates only does is care about making a quick buck off his team. And he's going to try to pay his players as cheap as possible. Because he doesn't have a winning product to put out on the field. Salary floor might change that. Then, you know, the A's might keep more players. The Rays might keep more players. And they might actually build a team other than just trying to win off of one players that need a second chance or two their own prospects you know they're like oh you know what this guy he's gonna cost a lot of money let's just trade him or you know what he'll be fine in the free agency market we can just get another cheap player because we don't need him it's not good for the game i think that's more important than adding like a luxury like increasing the luxury tax threshold or like making a salary cap, like anything like that. I think the first one you want to do is the salary floor just because of where baseball's at. There's 30 teams. 13 of those teams were reportedly were reported to like not even be attempting to try to win this year. And of those 13 teams, you do have teams that are in a true rebuild, like the Cubs, for instance. Like, okay, everyone knows the Cubs will go out and pay their guys. But the Pirates, the Pirates are in this like purgatory where like the biggest deal they'll sign is like a dude for like five million bucks. It's like, okay, so anyone that's in the Pirates organization, like, you're just, like, hung out to dry. Like, it's horrible. It's, so 
I think that would be something that'd be massive. You'd probably see the Pirates owner sell the team. I don't know what his name is, but he has no interest in putting a winning product on the team. He is treating this as an investment, as like a cash flow. That's horrible for the league. The, the Pirates are like, I think the Pirates are like, that's like the bottom of, of sports, of professional sports. Because the Pirates have, or they don't even attempt to try to win. And like you brought up the A's and the Rays. And there are issues with like how they, they treat baseball. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I think that's a, a much bigger one. Like like the the, the the salary floor. Oh, no, yeah, 100%. The only reason I mentioned the A's and Rays is they tend to cheap out on players. They usually rather trade their top talent than do anything else. Like we're seeing it right now. No, the A's, you know what? We have a lot of these starting pitchers. Let's trade them right now because we can get future prospects. And the Rays do the same thing, you know. They'll trade for guys. They'll have a breakout year, and then they'll trade them away because they don't want to pay them money. Hunter Renfro is a good example. Blake Snell is a good example. Tommy Pham, another one. So then I guess that, and that's most of it. I think um, we talked about the expanded playoffs a little bit, or, or you did. I don't love the idea of changing up the playoffs. However, I do think it's very odd that you'll have a team that will win 20 more games than another team and they'll be playing in a one-game elimination. I do not think that makes any sense at all. Um, I love the three-game series, but I would say, like, if you're a team that goes out there and you win 110 games and then you go play a three-game series and your ace has a blister, right, let's let's just say, and he can't pitch, and then you end up losing and getting knocked out, it's like, all right, you just won 110 games virtually – to be like screwed over by the rules kind of like it makes it makes the regular season games mean less which I don't want to see. You also brought up taking off like 20 games in the schedule and adding a, a deeper playoffs. I think I like the idea of that a little bit more too. Um but I just don't want to see like I don't want to see it where like all these teams that go out and like dominate go and go and then play a three game series. But I do think if you added if you made the wild card game a three game series or say the, the top, I think, what was it? A seven-team playoff where the top three teams, one of them gets a bye, and then the other two pick their opponent. I actually love the idea of picking an opponent because that'd be hilarious when the team that picked the other team loses to that team. That would just be great. Um, like that like a walk-off, imagine a walk-off home run in that game. Guys like ran in first, flipping off the other dugout. Like it would, it would, be, it would be, there'd be a lot of energy there. So I'd love to see it. It'd be awesome. But it is kind of weird. Like, imagine like that's how the league is. Oh, you just pick your opponent in the playoffs. Like, that's just kind of strange. It doesn't really, I don't know. It doesn't really make much sense to me, but it, it does sound fun in theory. Um, so 17 playoffs, I think that's a little a little much. I do like having five teams, but having a team that wins a division that wins like 80, 80, 90 games, somewhere in that range, and then there's a team that wins over 100 that's a wild card. I just don't think that's fair. I just don't think that makes sense. It's a lot like the NFL when you'll have a team that'll win their division and not not anymore, but they used to go seven and nine and they'd win their division. You're like, why is this team in the playoffs? And then they get absolutely blown out most of the times. Not the Marshawn Lynch Seahawks, but most of the teams will get completely blown out in the first round. It's like, dude, that's you just wasted a playoff game. Like, why would you do that? Um, so I don't know. That's one where I'm a little, it, it kind of just depends on how that plays out, but I don't know. What, what do you want to see with it? What would be like your most optimal situation? 
see here's the thing like now that you mention it like that if the if it got expanded into the seven game playoffs i think it we would have like the team like was it the padres or it would have been the phillies and the cardinals probably no the cardinals did make it let's see what the standings were let's see two four six so you would have had the reds make it and the yeah, you would have just had the Reds make it and maybe the Phillies. So those two teams barely scraped over 500, but there was a chance that the Padres were going to be in the race and they were under 500. You're going to have like a team that has a losing season that doesn't deserve to be there that has a chance to win it all. And I think that's like where some people have a problem with it because like you said, 13 teams in this league were not trying to win. And if one of them sneaks into the playoffs, it's just going to create a pointless series. You know, I like the five-team playoffs. I think it makes it a little more competitive. I don't like that the wild card's only a one game because, you know, the Dodgers won more games in the entire regular season than the Braves did in the regular season and postseason. You know, it sometimes that's how the dice rolls, but, I mean, hey, like they say, anything can happen in baseball, but sometimes, you know, you don't want that one game playoff. You want more than one. So I'd give it three games, but I think that's the only change I'd make to playoffs. So you wouldn't want to add teams then? As much as I'm for it, I'm against it just because, you know, you're going to have that one team that has no business being there, like the Marlins last year. Yeah. Well, and, and that was only like a 60 game season, too. So imagine like you yeah. have this and look massive season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing. You're going to have a lot of teams like, and it is fun, like, especially in like football when wildcard teams make runs. But the difference in football is like, you have like, everything is there. There's only like so many games, like the samples, like you have 16 games. Now you have 17 games. In baseball, you have 162. Like that's, that's ridiculous. Like that is so many more games. And if you add a few teams, like it makes the the regular season, like the NBA regular season right now. And I'm sorry to anyone that's listening to this that's a big NBA fan, but there's no reason to watch it. I don't. Wa- I like basketball a lot. I barely watch the regular season in the NBA. I watch all the playoff games, but I don't watch the like the regular games because like guys are like barely trying sometimes. Like, and that's a real thing. Like guys are literally barely trying. That's so weird. That does not happen in other sports. Um, but it's. Like the NBA regular season is is, and it's kind of bad to say, but it's like it's almost meaningless. And so I just don't want to see that happen to baseball, where it's like, oh yeah, you just oh just get in, just get into the playoffs. You have to be a little, you you can be under five hundred, but you can't be too far under five hundred to make it. It's like, so you don't even have to be good to make the playoffs. Like good teams should make the playoffs only. Um, so that's why I'd be a little bit afraid. I like five teams. I think that's good, uh, but not the one game playoff. I think that should be a three, one, a uh, three game series, but I don't know anything, anything else that we missed on here. We talked, uh, we didn't talk about uh, extra know. innings. I like the extra inning rule. I don't think that's going to change. Right. Oh, the, the runner on second. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. Can't really? Say, I'm not a fan of it. No. Well, just because the Padres sucked last year with the runners in scoring position, like, it was like, oh my god, they they're gonna punt the guy over. Oh wait, he popped out. Now it's runners with runners on second with one out. Oh great, now the next guy flew out. Okay, and that guy struck out. Oh well, 
And then the, the next team comes up. Okay, you know what? Oh, my God, they hit a single to right, and they score, and the Padres are over. No. I've seen it too many times, or maybe it changes because we have a different manager, but there was too many times last year where Tingler put someone put the wrong pitcher in there and it just fell apart at the end. And it was just like, Oh my God, the Padres scored three runs in the top of the 10th to give up four in the bottom of the 10th to lose it. And you're just like, come on. And so I think, yeah, it speeds up the game. Sorry. Sorry. I kind of cut you off. Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But yeah, I'm fine with it, but I'd like to see it go away. I mean, I think there's a different way you can implement it, but it's not bad. Then the only thing I'll advocate more again is uh, like 20 games less. You'll see less injuries. It'll make it a little bit more competitive at the beginning of season and the second half of season. Because let's be real, the beginning of season is like, oh, wow, this team went on like a 30-game stretch where they went 25-5, and five, and there's still a chance they don't make playoffs because they played like crap in the second half. Not just saying because the Padres did this, but hey. There's a chance you'll get more competitive baseball out of it. Yeah, and also less injuries. Um, I think 20 games or like I would probably say more like 15, because I I don't want to see them like cut it down. But like the dog days of the summer are a real thing, especially in baseball. And like I I really wonder. I haven't looked at it, but I really wonder what the viewership is f- compared to like May to August. I bet you it falls off a cliff for a lot of teams. Um, I just wonder, but yeah. All right. I, I don't really, I don't really have anything else on and these that I want to see changed. Um, I do really hope the DH is brought into the NL, but like I said, that's not anything to do with like changing the rules of baseball. I only want that as because I'm a Padres fan. Like that's the only reason why, because it will help them so much. Um, and you'll probably see Nelson Cruz in a Padres jersey then, which would be pretty sick. Um, just, I mean, look at the pros already got two guys from the Rangers already. So I, I'm pretty sure that, that it'll be uh, Nelson Cruz will get brought over, but I don't know that that's all I have for this one. Um, anything else you got chase? I mean, let's root for the San Diego Rangers this year. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, let us know what you think about something like any, any changes you want to see made. Um, and, you know, what your thoughts are on this lockout and, and kind of just where you stand on it. So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya.